Blog Talk Radio. That we have left, we're going to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. I'm not going to play guitar, dude. That would be fucking amazing, though. Anyways, what's up, children? You're crazy freaking fracking Brian Rails. Who the fuck else? And I'm here to relay to the masses about what's going on in professional wrestling. And folks, some of you were bitching about an overload of professional wrestling. Allow me to elaborate while I share my last night's episode on social media. Well, let's see. Last night's Monday Night Raw was just a prelude of three hours, the three hours of Monday Night Raw. Soon to be going, or SmackDown Live will be going on Fox. Monday Night Raw will be on Monday, still on USA. Wednesdays will be NXT for two hours. And then AEW begins on January, not January, October 2nd, 2019. So, for the time being, folks, allow me to just illuminate the situation, if we will. We are going to have literally almost close to 12 hours of professional wrestling. Is that a bad thing? I don't know because I would think people would be happy to have this overdose of professional wrestling. So to me, I don't think it's such a bad idea that they have all this wrestling all at once. Do you know why? Because here it is. So many times we watch professional wrestling and we say, it's too much. We don't know what we're going to do with ourselves. Jesus Christ. I just want to point out, calm your tits. It'll be okay. I mean, look, WWE is going to have their hands full with a lot of people saying it's not going to work. What are we going to do with ourselves? Watch. That's all. I, just watch. I can't tell you all what to do. I mean, you're you're all your own persons. You watch TV, you fall asleep, you jerk off, you do what the fuck you want to, okay? You look at porn, 
you look at whatever you're looking at and what you don't complain. You do what you do in the privacy of your own homes. All right. Now, if you think I'm vulgar, and that's only just the fucking beginning, I promise you it'll get a lot more explicit during Off the Rails Uncensored, which is the own show. So, um, anyways, there's going to be close to 12 hours of programming. Three, two, so that's five, then two hours of SmackDown Live, unless they include the 205 Live guys, so it's another eight, so two hours of, that's ten hours. Because AEW, once it starts on Wednesdays, is going to be close to that. They have a lot of interesting elements, AEW, you know, bringing themselves to the table on TNT. As Granny and I have said before in the past episodes, we are going to be adjusting times, and I will be using her loveliness on occasion. So, we're going to be discussing a lot more than just AEW or just New Japan or WWE or CZW or Wrestling Revolver, which, by the way, Tales from the Ring, October. If you haven't gotten your tickets, it'll be on a Friday in Des Moines, Iowa. For more details, check out the Revolver Wrestling page on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more information for your tickets, you can buy them and pre-order them. If you're on the mailing list, if you're on the general admission list, great. Because, you know, certain people give VIP, but you get the gist. There's a lot of wrestling going on. And when I say a lot of professional wrestling, the content, the amount of content that's going to be shown to the general viewing public, okay, it's going to be amazing because of all the superstars all the wrestlers, you get to see whatever you want to clarify them as. Some people get very particular about how they um, describe professional wrestlers. Others of you, you know, it's going to be fairly interesting to see what truly goes on uh, during these Wednesday Night Wars. How's it, you know, if there might be a cause and effect of this, the cause is you get more content from NXT. The effect is you lose a lot of subscribers from WWE Network. I could generally tell you the amount of subscribers that are going to be lost are the ones that jump ship. And by jump ship, I mean the ones who say we can just read the results of the pay-per-view online. So what's the joy of watching professional wrestling? It's like watching boxing and saying, well, I know he's going to win because this, this shit's fucking fixed. Like, come on, man. It's going to be okay. And, you know, here's the thing. Once upon a time, and I've said this before in past episodes, Sasha Banks was absent ever since WrestleMania 35. She came back after four months, so we got to give her credit where credit is due. Not where credit is doomed. Because without her, it would be kind of hard to place Bailey as what she is right now. And a lot of you say, oh, this heel turn. Yes, I agree. The heel turn needed to fucking happen. And I believe, you know, Bailey works really hard what she does. She's really good at what she does. I seldom give her credit where credit is due even because she's one of the founding godmothers of NXT. I like to put it, or the founding uh, women, the awesomeness that was and still is NXT. 
she finally took a turn for the better. So how does that affect the competition? Well, if it wasn't for Sasha coming back, AEW would be cruising in some regards when it comes to women's division because of their, you know, story maker, their headliner, Nyla Rose. So in retrospect, you have a lot of good things going on between both companies. No other people fail to fucking admit this or not. It's good for wrestling if you have competition. It's good for anyone or anything or any sport if you have someone that's fighting with you, okay? Now, as you hear the fucking bird in the background who apparently is listening to my fucking, I don't know what the jargon is going on. But anyways, like I said, it's a good thing to have healthy competition. So, you know... There's a lot. Okay. There is a lot. Some people, what I mean by a lot is there's 10 plus hours of professional wrestling. So, By all means, if, if you want to pick a side, that's great. Um, in Wrestling Wars, I will tell you, good old Brian Rails and others who are neutral, you know, I'll watch fucking both because you, know, if you don't know what you're missing out on. You know, you know that's kind of biased, if you ask me. You say I've not spoken about the same content. Oh, by the way, before I get this out of the way, uh, apologies to fans if, I seem a bit overboard lately, but, you know, here's the deal. I have no filters, and I'm not, you know, fitting to apologize or saying exactly how I feel because either you're real or you're real stupid in my eyes when it comes to you should pick this because I'm not – I'm weighing the pros and cons of watching this shit go down. Do you know why? Because on Wednesday night, now I have two things to report. I can DVR this shit because, well, I have that ability. And so, I just, for the life of me, I've been discussing this with a friend at work. I've been discussing this with other friends who watch professional wrestling. And it's a mixed bag. I just, you know... for the love of Pete's sake, man, professional wrestling in the state of mind that it's in right now, when you currently look at both rosters, AEW and WWE, those are not the only two around. You still have Ring of Honor. You have, you know, Dragon Gate. You've got New Japan. There's just like, it's a fucking smorgasbord of professional wrestling. Who would not, if you're a non-wrestling fan, that's fine. What I'm trying to convey to you all is, okay, so here's here's the thing, folks. I'm trying to convey to you all that what I say, I mean. If I pick and choose which side I'm on, don't you think that's a little... Non, you know, non-biased, okay? 
I have to be somewhat fair because of what I'm going to tell you from what I observed, you know, from AEW and WWE as two different wrestling entities in itself. Okay. There's a lot of social media hype about AEW because not a lot of people tend to realize that wrestling as a whole, you can love it, you can hate it, you can marry the thing, you can do the thing with the thing. So um, I got to say, if you marry this, you marry professional wrestling, great. But you you be like uh, – Sorry, folks, a bit of technical difficulties. Um, uh, let's see here. I have a message from Instagram from Terry that basically is saying, what do you think uh, if Cody Rhodes decides to go back to WWE in the near future? Well, I can tell you he successfully has defended against that theory. You know, he owns partially you know, one-fourth of AEW with Tony Khan, uh, let's see here, Chris Jericho himself and Dustin Rhodes, his brother. So to answer that question, dude, I would say Cody Rhodes is completely satisfied with what he is, you know, doing so far as professional wrestler. So, uh, you know, I don't think Sammy Callahan decided to, you know, leave. I think they just didn't have any place for him. That's some people's opinion on that, and I don't want to touch base with it because I don't know exactly um, what went on, what uh, transpired as far as what went on between Sammy Callahan and the WWE. I think he left on good terms. That's all I'm going to leave it at. So to answer that question, dude, since I mentioned Revolver a lot, you can check their page out um, at PW Revolver um, at Twitter. Uh, PW Revolver, let's see, on Instagram. I want to get it correct, so I just want to look here. Wrestling Revolver. Okay, so let me see here. You want to know exactly where you can get your tickets? Okay, so PW Revolver on Instagram. So it says, if you look under the heading, it'll say the Wrestling Revolver Professional Sports Wrestling League Wrestling for our generation by our generation. The event's on the 4th on a Friday, so um, if you guys want to get tickets, it's in Des Moines, Iowa. It's going to be at the bar, so it's going to be in <laughs> – okay, so for next time, event's going to be in Dayton, Ohio. You can buy your tickets at ProWrestlingRevolver.com. So if you – like I said, like I, said, I like promoting in the middle of my show. Love, love Revolver is always a good time. They've had a lot of stars that are now currently in WWE and also um, AEW, Ring of Honor, everywhere. So my suggestion is go out and see him. I don't think Sammy and WWE parted in bad ways, if that's the answer to your question. I don't speak for Sammy. This is just a guess. Uh, Sammy's a wonderful dude, very nice. Went to one of – he filled in for um, Zack Sabre Jr., I believe, in North Carolina in twenty. 20- 15 or 20, yeah, 2015. So, good guy. Anyways, continuing on what I was saying about professional wrestling, um, you kind of have to understand what, you know, perspective I have 
as far as AEW, WWE, Ring of Honor, New Japan, I don't really care as far as, you know, who goes over, you know, in each show. I just, I, I hope and I pray that you guys know why I'm not so biased because I point out shit from both sides. Like, not just Sasha, not just Cody, not just the constant gigging that goes on back and forth, you know, between certain matches that AEW has had, like Cody versus Dustin, Jericho versus uh, Hangman Page, at their latest event on August 31st, which was not too long ago. It was only, you know, 10 days ago that this happened in Chicago. And also the whole CM Punk thing. If he wants to come back... You know, let him be the one to decide. He loves playing mind games. You know, I like CM Punk. You know why? And I'll probably get in trouble for this. Because when you hear the man speak on the microphone, there's just nobody that holds a candle to him promo-wise. You can say, well, Stone Cold Steve Austin or um, The Rock probably is really, really good on promos. But as far as the whole CM Punk situation goes for AEW, if he is to come back, I will say it, that will be very, very interesting with all the former WWE guys already in place in AEW's camp, like oh, Billy Gunn, Arn Anderson, Dean Malenko, Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes. All these guys are putting forth their best foot forward. Um, they're just trying to put on a show. But also there's some oomph behind it because of the the personal things going on between both sides. What I mean by personal, I can back this up. You know, Cody Rhodes really didn't have a place on the roster. Sometimes wrestlers get lost in the shuffle. Did this implement AEW? You could say that, but it's not been proven yet. So, what's what's the reason for starting All Elite Wrestling? Because, motherfuckers, WWE needs competition. They need healthy competition. Every group has got to be challenged every once in a great fucking while. Do you know why? Because it gets boring after a fucking while. If you just have one company on TV every single night. We're going to pause, not 10 seconds for station identification, but just to give shout-out to the listeners that are listening online. What's up, UK? What's up, Latvia, Indonesia, Tokyo, Japan, Venice, Italy? What's up, Latvia? What's up, Norway, Australia? Let me just start that again. What's up, UK? What's up, Canada? Latvia, Indonesia, Norway, Venice, Italy, Tokyo, Japan. Mexico City, Mexico. Love y'all to death. The U.S. of A., of course, I said you multiple times. But a lot of you are questioning, you know, what will happen to NXT UK. They will still be a roster that's in place. They will still be as important to NXT, the brand NXT, but the sub-brand NXT UK, as anything else. So for those of you asking oh, what will happen to the network, what will happen to NXT, you lose a lot of subscribers. That's a lot of money being lost. 
But then again, YouTube is affiliated with WWE, and you have to pay a certain fee. So literally, you think one way out, and you take the trap going to Daily Motion or uh, Vimeo. You know, sometimes they'll stream WWE stuff, but you have to do it with permission. So it's kind of a double-edged sword with the route of NXT not being on the network uh, for, you know, it's going to be on USA Network starting next week after tomorrow. So next Wednesday, it'll be the test run for NXT on the um, USA Network. Uh, Our hope is that it goes back to the network. No, because this is their first test. Because when you graduate from the main roster, or not graduate from the main roster, when you graduate from NXT, you get exposure as to what tapings are like, you know, live tapings on Monday Night Raw, so you get a, a feel for the business when you're in NXT, but you can get even bigger, even more of a feel when you get called up to main roster. So maybe, just maybe, this is a good thing, because NXT can travel and go to smaller arenas. Maybe it will sell out. Maybe it will not. I'm I'm betting that it will, because people are going to want to see what NXT is made of. A lot of people that I've spoken to uh, have said they will just read the results or watch replays on Hulu, which that kind of defeats the fucking purpose of being a fan, in my opinion. I am probably going to be numero uno to be on the fucking chopping block, but you know what? At this point, folks, I honestly just... I'm going to point out they lost half their viewers, believe WWE did, um, back in the month of June or month of June and July. It went from 16 million to 8 million in the span of one month after one result on one pay-per-view. Now, according to this, I'm going to actually flip over screens. Well, I'm so WWE Raw rating. And this is important. Raw ratings 2019. Okay. WWE Raw ratings drop against Monday Night Football despite Stone Cold Steve Austin showing up. So WWE attempted to pull out all the stops from Monday Night Raw's return to Madison Square Garden on Monday night. And this is, you know, according to CB Comic Book this is by Connor Casey, published today. According to Wrestling's Alpha, but I'm not going to mention this dude's name. Raw averaged 2.13 million viewers from Monday Night's show, a 15.4% drop from the week before, and the second lowest audience of the modern era for a non-holiday show. By comparison, the Texans or Saints gained you three or 13.8 million viewers, and the Raiders vs. Broncos brought in 10.62 million viewers. The first hour, and the highest number of viewers with 2.36 million. So Austin kicked off the show, whatever, uh, then the 24-7 championship, whatever, um, and the tag team match with the women, so on and so forth. So the ratings for this three-hour show, um, you're going to run into a little bit of roadblocks here and there. So what I'm about to do next is continue the madness, as I like to call it, with 36 minutes and change. Um, warning, 
Off the Rails Uncensored is a copyrighted and trademark show. Anyways, folks, I'm sorry. It is a copyrighted show since March 7, 2016. Previous further date goes back, but did not have sole ownership of the show until current day and present time. March 7, 2016. Current day and present time is September 10, 2019. The owner of the show would like to inform his listeners that there's explicit content. If you have small children... Please put fucking earmuffs on their ears. If they repeat what I say, I cannot guarantee you that they will still be in their respective school. But if you blame me, I just gave disclosure as to what should not be repeated or said of the content from Off the Rails Uncensored. Um, For those of you who try to reproduce any sort of likeness, or reproduction of this said podcast with the title Off the Rails Uncensored in full, there will be consequence such as $45 fine for every usage that you so use this show, try to reproduce, or air your version, or lack thereof, of my show. I do not own the rights to Nikki Cross's Glasgow Cross. All rights reserved, World Wrestling Entertainment, 2019 Incorporated. I do not own the rights or the likeness used on the Tron. I do not own the rights which was produced for the song Glasgow Cross, Nikki Cross's theme for World Wrestling Entertainment. All right, enough legalities. Let's fucking just hit this. Let's get this party fucking started, shall we? Get... <laughs> Professional wrestling fandom is a lot different compared to fandom of the past. So when we see what's going on in the current scene, you have AEW, you have World Wrestling Entertainment, you have New Japan, Ring of Honor, and CZW, Wrestling Revolver, and so on and so forth, your independence, whatever. I guarantee you, people who have been through this wrestling war are comparing this to what went on in the past. It's nothing like what went on in the past because back then, the internet was just getting started, you know, around like 93, and then it didn't really start taking fruition. AOL, when it had the dial-up modem type feel to it, and you really didn't know what the fuck was going on, if it was going to go through, it would disconnect, and it would suck if you had a thunderstorm because it would destroy the whole night if you couldn't watch wrestling through AOL or the pay-per-view box that they made you buy. So is it really truly an overload of professional wrestling 
week to week starting in October. Because now, you know, next week, you guys who have not watched NXT, who have not watched it at all, shame on you. Shame. Granny, I love you to death. But now you get to watch NXT if you can on USA Network. And if you have a Hulu account, um, $11.99 for non-commercial. If you want uh, Hulu TV, it's 49 or $59 per month. That's cheaper than cable, I tell you. It's cheaper than Spectrum, folks. So with that being said, I mean, let's take a look at the tail of the tape, shall we? NXT starts and you know started in 2013 AEW started in 2018 they're five years apart the older sibling of course would be NXT um, AEW has multitudes of talent and it starts from the ground up you know they have Cody Rhodes Hangman Page Joey Janela Moxley when he gets healthy Pac um, they have Jungle Boy they have the Lucha Bros, they have the Young Bucks. WWE NXT has Undisputed. They did have the Street Profits. I don't know if they're getting called up to the main roster just yet, but they've been on WWE Raw's hype guys or what have you. Matt Riddle, Killian Dane, um, Bianca Belair, uh, Mia Yim, Shayna Baszler, Io Shirai, uh, Candice LeRae. Gargano's now been called up to Maine. I don't know if they're going to use him at all or if they just want to bump him back down to NXT just for the fucking shit and giggles of it. I just, you know, I find it highly amusing, if you will, that people are saying, well, we can just, you know, read the results. So what? how do you – I want to ask certain questions to you guys. How do you guys as wrestling fans watch professional wrestling? Do you like reading results because you're like, well, I know how the results are going to be, so I don't want to fucking watch it. Are you the same type that go to movie theaters and be like, I know how this movie is going to end, you know, and Calvin or Hobbs and whatever with The Rock and Jason Statham? It's so fucking confusing to me because there's just I don't. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing that you read what's going on. You know, you should be able to have much enthusiasm reading the same repeat story of everyday's news stories nowadays. But when you go to an arena, like, okay, if you go to Madison Square Garden, there are those the fans who sit there and be like, oh, well, they, they put the heels with the heels and the baby faces with the baby faces. Like, the fuck, man? Can you not enjoy the fucking show and quit being a fucking smart? Also, I want to point this out. I would like to go to a show and sit there and not have to listen to people like, oh, I, oh, that's a botch. Oh, they botched. Really, you fat fuck. Have you even taken a moment to realize that you don't have athletic ability or you didn't train or your athletic days have long gone and passed you? Just thought I'd vent that out for a moment. Two, when... I go to a wrestling show, It's I watch, I cheer, I boo, I laugh. I cried during Bailey versus Sasha back, you know, in Barclays. It was a special moment. It was NXT's first takeover. That match was fucking amazing. It was the passing of the torch. 
you know, and even though Sasha, you know, passed it on to Bailey, whatever, I think that people forget when you watch certain matches, you have to take into consideration, or not certain matches, but just certain events, period. You just have to figure out some way to enjoy a show. And if reading results is your thing, why even bother fucking watching in the first place? Also, how are wrestlers supposed to impress fans? Are they, do um, Does AEW and WWE have certain strict guidelines? Like, okay, this, this gets pop out of the crowd. Usually, wrestling is just a guessing game, from my opinion, okay? If you don't know how to gauge the crowd within the first two to five minutes, it's going to be the drizzling shit. Um, I don't think AEW or WWE has strict guidelines as to how matches are supposed to be done or how to impress crowd. But um, for those of you who tune in to my show, I don't hold back. And I love watching professional wrestling, period. And it really shouldn't be me having to say, okay, well, why bother watching the show? Because it's so fucking negative. Got to flip the script and be a little bit optimistic here, okay? I can be annoyingly optimistic because I'm that kind of fucker, okay? I believe when AEW comes around, you know, in October, which is coming soon because time seems to go by really fast, there will be a point in time in certain people's careers where they're like, oh, I wonder. Whatever show we do, if AEW has a bad show, and it's going to happen. Not just the fact that they'll have a good, a slew of good shows and one or two bad shows. But some of you are saying that's impossible. Just the ambiance, just the feel, just the just the um, mo that AEW is carrying with them in order to you know compete against a uh, NXT. NXT is not, you know, a sitting duck where someone's going to take a rifle, a metaphorical rifle, and be like, just shot you down, just, you know, stomped on your throat and smiled while I was doing it. I believe you want your competition to be at their best. So from my perspective and my opinion, it does not matter because is that what you're trying to say, dude? Everyone has opinions, you know, everyone has assholes too. So allow me to elaborate. After being around the other side of the spectrum, I don't know everything. I just watch it because the other side of the spectrum allowed me to see, okay, maybe this wasn't meant to be. So for me, when I watch professional wrestling now, I'm thinking to myself, this is pretty fucking cool. You've got a women's division in WWE that's trying to show the world and showcase their talents. You've got your Becky Lynch, you've got Sasha Banks, you have Charlotte Flair, you have Bailey, you have Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, the list goes on. And not just main roster, the women in NXT are showcasing their fucking amazing talents. So 
how does that transcend NXT into on into the next level? I mean, they got two hours to showcase to us all, and you know, put on display one hell of a show. And no, in my opinion, they are not the WCW in this situation. If anything, folks, AEW has really put themselves on the radar, both good and bad. You know, if a match looks too overdone, like, you know, why did they get? Or why did Cody take an unprotected chair shot from Sean Spears? Why did so-and-so do this dive or that dive? I really, at this point, don't give a fuck. I just like the wrestling. I think that if they're telling us a story, if they're telling their story to the audience and the audience is like, oh, I, I get what you're trying to do. Cool. Let's see it again next week or we don't a little different twist to it. Then when you start getting requests from fans, it's just like, are we on Total Request Live? Um, you know, from MTV, it was a long time ago when MTV actually played fucking music. I sound really fucking pretentious and old for saying that, but here's my thing. I I know that you're going some of you are going to get upset with moi when I present my case to you. AEW like the fans, the reaction, the reactions um that were going on, you know, the entirety of all in. Okay. When Pac beat Omega when the Young Bucks did not, you know, you know, they were not victorious in their ladder match and everyone expected them to win. I cracked a smile on my face because it put all the people who predict shit in their place. Like, you can't... It's good because now what that does is it keeps you on your toes. You thought Omega was going to win, didn't you? You thought... Jericho was going to lose. Are you fucking nuts? You want to hedge your company around someone that people have heard of, but not as mainstream as Jericho was. Look at the facts. This man's been wrestling since 1991. So since the kid was like 16. I mean, he wrestled in ECW, won a few titles there. You know, he had some stellar matches, Rob Van Dam. Yeah, Sabu, Tommy Dreamer. The kid actually worked in ECW. He worked at WCW and he worked WWE. So Jericho is and will always be to me one of a kind. And for him to win the championship in AEW and lose it, you know, as he was eating at Texas Longhorn, no joke, folks. How do you how do you lose a title if it happens to a lot of people, right? Said no man ever. That's why you carry that you put that fucker in the hotel. Even then, I wouldn't trust the title belt to be left alone at the hotel either. It was even, the title was found, and it was turned into the police. So AEW has stories already. That's, that's what I like as a broadcast journalist, to have something to report on, rather than report on the same shit every single day with no conviction and just be like, yep, I'm going to rant about some random shit that pissed me off previous night and make no sense whatsoever. 
I understand that most of you have already decided I'm going to drop the WWE Network because NXT was on it, and that was the only reason why I kept it. They have archive on Hulu and WWE Network. For me, I'm going to stick with the network, and some say that's a waste of $10 a month. Okay, true, but it gives me and a few friends access to, you know, if I want to look up a match or look up a person and I don't want to go through the trouble of watching an entire pay-per-view, I can just single out a match. There's the same thing I can do on YouTube for the fuckers who upload that shit. Um, okay, you know, whatever. I don't give a fuck as long as you're not harming cats or not harming animals, period. I'm cool. So, like, honestly, you do what you do. If you decide to drop the network on your own volition because WWE is going to USA, they're killing NXT. And that's kind of a double-edged sword when discussing that um, with certain folks. You're not going to convince people to change. So the best you can do as a, as a whole, as a wrestling fan group, just enjoy it. Buy your tickets. Buy your T-shirts. Go to an event. Take pictures. Make memories. So as far as you leaving the network, okay, cool. I mean, it'd be like if you put your time and your effort as being a fan and you feel the need that it's okay, you know, for you to skip out on $10, that's cool. But for those of you doing their own thing and saying, fuck it, I'm going to keep watching the network. More power to you, man. I love y'all. Um, I love everyone as much as I can, but I'm not that, you know, sneaky sneaky. So I will say this nicely. If you decide that wrestling wasn't for you, you know, or the network, I should say, is not for you, not wrestling. If you decide that it's not for you, okay, cool. No need to post a three-paragraph rant as to why you did it and how it helps your bills after you skip out on ten fucking dollars, actually nine ninety-nine, the equivalent close to ten dollars. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, just don't send me paragraph messages through my Instagram because that drives me insane. So I'll ask you, please don't do that mess. Okay. There are a lot of people who will point the finger and say, but you just said it didn't matter. I was like, I said, I don't care. Just as long as you keep the faith in professional wrestling, keep watching it, discuss it, argue, debate healthily, not argue stuff into a ground. So, again, like I was trying to tell y'all, I feel the need to point something out. The network when you have major events going on 
it's helpful to keep watch on it. Well, you can stream it from Facebook. Yeah, but then you have to leave a comment. And then your information gets hacked through. So there's pros and cons to dropping the network. You'll have to keep it because why invest in something you're not invested in anymore? Because we all know you guys are the same group that are going to be packed during Rumble or WrestleMania, so you can gripe about it, complain about it. There's no AEW gripe about Royal Rumble. I thought you said you didn't even care about WWE anymore. I'm just pointing something out, my friend. It happens to majority of current-day wrestling fans who sit there and say, I won't watch it anymore. I won't keep the network. I won't do this. I won't do that. I'm going to say the Tupac Shakur philosophy to you all. Don't speak about it. Be about it. Some of you already are, and I already know. And some of you who <laughs> to this day are going to razz on me, was like, but you speak so much praise about WWE, you don't even watch AEW. Motherfuckers, yes, I do. I watched because you made it so readily available on Bleacher Report for $50. I spent my money to actually watch the entire fucking pay-per-view and thought it wasn't half bad. The whole Sean Spears, you know, versus Cody Rhodes with Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson getting involved. Um, can you say uh, you had to scratch that itch? No disrespect towards Arn Anderson, but um, I wonder, you know, if in fact that that's one of the reasons why they went to AEW is to showcase that, hey, we're still teaching these young dogs some new tricks can't teach an old dog new tricks sometimes you can sometimes you can't but watching that not only like the hangman page versus jericho match when they bladed it wasn't right away but it was a point in the match where jericho and them were trying to tell a story they want your title your champion that is to be relevant in wrestling so why not pick a guy that's been that in through that before Okay, Jericho. The Young Bucks were, you know, featured in a ladder match. The 24 Casino Battle Royal match with the women, Jazz and uh, Austin Kong beating the holy hell out of each other. I'm one for the women beating the fuck out of each other because a fucking good chick fight is what really sets the tone sometimes. In some instances, in some instances it does not. But the whole fact that Nyla Rose won the whole thing, congratulations. You rock. I mean, match that stood out to me the most was Omega versus Pac. Um, I didn't really, you know, I could say I was in a trance watching it because Omega and Pac told a story. And Pac basically at the end said, well, you fuckers really didn't believe in me, so I'm going to put on a chokehold, you know, standing uh, while Omega is still standing. Normally that lock that Pog does, it's Rings of Saturn, I don't know what name substitute, or move substitute name he renamed it with, but the point is, that match captivated my attention. And it's weird, JR is on the opposing end this time around, but he still holds a certain deal of respect to WWE. I don't speak for JR, but I believe that some part of him you know, which began in the NWA and also 
He was a part of AWA. JR has been all over the place. Let's just say that. He was a part of the Monday Night Wars. He was the voice of uh, WWE Raw for a long time before Michael Cole. So to me, that's one advantage AEW had, you know, going into this, they have Jim Ross. All that's missing is Jerry Lawler. And wouldn't that be odd watching, you know, JR and King commentate? But see, I get sidetracked. I'm just telling you. I, from my vantage point, know that watching AEW's pay-per-view, I had my likes and my dislikes. And some of you said, well, I didn't like it at all. It was so weird, you know, Cody coming out, you know, Star Trek cosplayers. Well, fuck, you've got to add some flavor to this crazy sport known as professional wrestling. Otherwise, it gets redundant. Otherwise, this shit gets boring. And it feels like it lasts forever. Forever. And I know some of you are saying, Jesus Christ, get to the, skip the fucking random rambling monologue. I know I need to breathe in between these, but here's the deal. I I feel that listening to the random conversations that are among wrestling fans, some of you shut the fuck up, please. Some of you, you know, just enjoy it for what it is. And if you get mad, who the fuck cares? Because it does not define who you are as a person if somebody of your one of your favorites loses the match. Okay? It really doesn't. Because if you ask me what I think is going to go down between the two companies, the ones that are fighting their damnness, you know, that continue this fucking craziness. I would say it. I'll continue this craziness, but it's like your fucking rovers here in Brooklyn, Jesus Christ. It's not uncommon, so I'm going to have to get in charge of fuck me. Jeez Louise, never fails. Anyways, as I was saying, you have to understand something. If you want to continue the madness and your your reason for uh, being upset, then I will continue by saying it takes a great deal of patience to strike up a conversation about professional wrestling with some people because some people are this is why this wrestler sucks and I will never watch WWE again or this is why I don't watch AEW because they're not real competition for WWE these are seriously for real some of the wrestling conversations oh did you see that match between uh, Lethal and so and so in Ring of Honor no you don't hear that now it's strictly two companies that are fighting tooth and nail um, you know like who's going to get top dollar who's going to sell the most merchandise yes the ratings were down for Monday because you know the NFL's craziness of having two games on in one night can affect ratings even though Stone Cold Steve Austin's on there it's not at a time in which Stone Cold is a big deal anymore so case in point 
it takes a lot for, you know, me to jump ship. It takes a lot for me to just completely disband the company and be like, yeah, fuck you fuckers. I'm not going to watch you anymore. They really have to do something like they did in 2008. And that was because it's like, if you keep backing someone as a champion that really, at this point, you know, at the time people were upset with Cena, now they're upset with Lesnar. So it's a never, it's a never-ending vicious cycle, ever. It never ends. So, case in point around this random fucking craziness of me, I do have points. I do have a point. Enjoy what you watch. Don't, you know, twiddle your thumbs on your phone and be like, fuck this shit, worst show ever. You mean to tell me that going to a wrestling show ain't fun live versus watching it on TV? Because live, you get to go to, you know, t-shirt stands and um, you get to actually... I some cool shit and it's no tax. AEW, you know, I have not been to one of their events yet, so I really can't shed some light on what goes on um, in that camp or that area of professional wrestling. Although I have seen it on my uh, Bleacher Report app, I have seen most majority of their pay per views thus far because they've only produced three to four total. Whether you people like to admit or not, there's some eerie similarities between certain superstars. It's just they're allowed to be themselves in one aspect in AEW versus, you know, the different format that is WWE, which is very much like you're having a conversation when you listen to uh, one of them promo. MJF EC3. Um, Matt Riddle, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy does not wrestle barefoot, so you know there's a lot of differences and a lot of moveset differences. But the, the long hair uh, is one similarity. Their personalities. Jungle Boy is by far you know, a very interesting character to watch. Sunny Kiss, uh, Killian Murphy. Um, they said there's. A lot of similarities. The camera filters that they use for their pay-per-view. The ring looks very similar to ECW and WCW's. Um, again, if they decide to go to Madison Square Garden or Barclays, I will go. And I will watch them as a group so that I can compare notes to what WWE is doing. And that's a pretty fucking annoying job as a broadcast journalist no I think it's a fucking awesome job to tell you the truth do you know why I actually like observing and reporting professional wrestling I don't like just being boring redundant ashamed Ben Stein monotone fucker who reports what was on Monday Night Raw and I really thought this fucker looked like shit and they should stick a rusty dildo up their ass blah 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 like oh the real on the real I ain't that type of broadcast journalist. I like to recite to you facts that I find on multiple websites that will benefit what you, or benefit some of you who do be like, oh, I didn't know the numbers. And you know you look it up. You know you do. What is the difference between AEW and WWE? A lot of you say, well, they don't have that joke of a title, the 24-7 championship. 
It is becoming a joke, but you can't stop watching it, can you? Hey, look, R-Truth is now 15-time 24-7 championship. It's like me saying, I got elected president of the Mariah Carey fan club. Like, it's like one of those things, like, really? Who cares? Fan clubs aren't a thing anymore. It's called, who's the biggest and baddest on social media with their one-liner tweet. Now, look, Chris Jericho is the original, you know, if you have something to say, then say it to me type guy. And he's also very direct, very straightforward, and also, in my opinion, a humble dude who uh, explained why he left WWE. And I think, you know, Hunter's correct in his state of mind. We're not doing this to uh, counteract what AEW is doing. In a way, that's kind of a bold-faced lie, but he's keeping a straight face while doing it. So both camps are very eerily similar to one another. Do you know why? AEW's like NXT when it first started. Everyone and their mother could not stop fucking buzzing about it. Do you know why? Not just because of the type of people that were involved during that movement. You had Samoa Joe, you had Sami Zayn, all the indie guys were just becoming a thing. You had uh, Nigel McGuinness, even though he didn't, you know, wrestling became an announcer in NXT and now currently uh, announces for NXT UK. But you had a lot of guys and gals coming from the indies going through NXT. What's happening with uh, AEW? You have a lot of guys and gals coming from Ring of Honor, CZW, um, just all over the place. And what starts a buzz about the company, you might ask? How about the fucking fact that they're going up against a company that's been in power, been and not in power, but it's been in professional sports and professional wrestling uh, for forty plus years. So, fact check, fact check, fact check. You know, look, AEW's been around for a whole year. They have not been around for ten plus years. Do I expect them to be around for that time? I don't know. I don't know the fucking time on on AEW, but I do know that those of you who watch, uh, observe, and just fucking enjoy it, mad fucking props to you. I love you all because you guys get it. You guys know how to go, you know, to a wrestling event and not fucking care and just cheer who you like and who you dislike. It's your choice. As a fan, did you read what Meltzer put? Well, Meltzer did. I'm not a fan. The only thing that I read is, you know, on certain websites that report the numbers. Numbers influence sales. Sales give a company financial boost. So, no, you know, I don't really pick sides. And this whole, is it going to overload our brains with AEW and WWE at the same time on Wednesday nights. No, because I've dealt with this shit uh, when it was WCW, WWE. So now it's going to be cool to compare and contrast. Like, oh, yeah, this this wrestling war. I wonder how intense and how much he fights on Cult of Kayfabe or some bullshit like that, you know, you know, some keyboard warriors going at it. Ladies and gentlemen, this internet contest is set for one fall, one fall. That's what I fucking feel. Alright. If you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say that I got three choice words for you. 
Forget about it. And I got more words too. Tune in next week, folks, because times will be changing on Russell Radio Network and also off the rails and censor. Instagram is getting a makeover. Logo is getting a re a re a reboot. Sorry, I tend to uh, stammer when I'm uh, a bit hungry. So, anyways, I will check you all later. Toodles, bitches. I guess to um. Just enjoy the night, I guess, before I get to get up and take my happy ass to work in the morning. Love you all. Toodles, bitches. Dig it. Now that was weak. Dig it. Personality, the cultural personality.